Um, yeah, so this is episode three of the Michael Anthony show. Um, I hope the arrogance of my voice is coming across because why wouldn't I be arrogant? This thing is off the handle. There's 500 views or listens, however you want to see it, in four days. That's more than like the Twitter pages and shit and of, of pretty well-established companies. It's quite literally exploding. Um, a lot of people in this position would thank listeners. Why the fuck would I thank the listeners? It's just entertaining and people, people want to be entertained. So, yeah, you're welcome. Um, unfortunately, um, due to the pull out of a guest, I wanted, I wanted an, another guest because um, it's nice to hear the viewpoints of different people on a variety of topics. Unfortunately, this is not a new guest. This is Connor once again, who jumped at the opportunity, nearly, nearly actually asked could he come back on because he's been swinging his dick about it ever since the last one went public. Um, he thinks he's more intelligent, he thinks he's funnier, and even though it's a radio broadcast, he thinks he's better looking than he's ever thought before. Connor, why are you back? Uh, back just to discuss... Um, Re-embarrassed? Different topics. Last time? Uh, no, I wasn't Re-embarrassed listening back to people hearing what you thought about issues. Um, I, was, I thought I spoke my mind and spoke quite well on some topics. <laughs> you don't think you displayed a huge level of ignorance, you don't think you stereotyped, you don't think you, you possessed a huge lack of knowledge and um, showed everyone just how little knowledge you well and truly do have. I've done bits of research and I think some of my stats are back up by research. So Such as well? Uh, the average age of a traveller is actually just 61. Uh, so when I said they don't live past 60, I was actually kind of proven correct there. So I'm glad that I wasn't seem, uh, didn't seem too ignorant. Yeah, you said they don't live by 60. You didn't say the average of some do, some don't. I'm not getting back into the traveller thing because I'm actually embarrassed. Are you worried? A lot of people have come up to me saying, oh, Connor should be worried that you're using his real name. There's a picture of him. From a professional standpoint, are you worried that your job is at risk right now? No. I think everyone's entitled to their own opinion. And if my opinion is what that would have portrayed in the first episode, no, absolutely not. Sorry, what? What did you just say? My opinion is one is that that I portrayed in the first episode. And um, I think that, yeah, thank you because that I I just hope everyone can can hear how little sense this guy makes. And to be honest with you, if I am a bit downbeat, it's because I have to spend another hour talking to this absolute idiot. Um. So in work, because you, you touched on the fact that you watch female cricket a bit. Yeah. Um. You said you did you say you watch women's rugby. I said I watched a bit of it, yeah. Um, what do you make of the darts? How do you how do you feel about yourself when you're in work and you're working on a darts game? Uh, yeah, I don't. Yeah, darts is a poor sport to Because that would make a lot of people walk out the door. I mean, it to even call it a sport is absolutely embarrassing. It's a pastime. It was developed for alcoholics, so they could justify being alcoholics down in boozers. They throw little metal needles into black or white triangles on a wall it is absolutely embarrassing that eddie hearn's father managed to turn it into a sport because the same thing happened with snooker uh, it was commercialized and you actually kind of have to accept it as a sport but like when i see people like gary anderson who are who were standing there and i don't i don't even know what to describe gary anderson just looks like the type of guy when you go for like a roll or you have to like pick something up in a centra during the day you know like where am i going to park and you end up parking in the only free space and you just end up parking right in front of this guy having a real minging daytime Harry outside of a boozer yeah. in between like his third and fourth point 
who like pulls out a, a Nokia and like puts it up to his ear for a failed phone call a few times before blaming the phone as opposed to A, the fact that he didn't get credit or B, his inability to use technology. Um, so I just was very interested in wondering like, obviously you, you do your job and and you got to do what you got to do to get paid but I just don't understand the darts thing. Like do you consider them athletes or? Uh, one or two of them, yeah. Like Phil Taylor did win uh, 18 world championships. I think it's 18. I'm actually not sure on the stat. Like I think it might like be that. 16. I don't know though. There's no point in arguing over. It could be 18. But to do it at that level for that long. What do you mean that level? He's beating other. But like, what? What? But who plays? What is the? What is the entrance requirements? You like fat? How do you start off by playing darts? You have to be a big drinker. So you don't. You don't start throwing things at ten, and your elbow goes. I tell you what, if he's not a darts player, I don't know what he'll be. It's. <laughs> it stems from either you being an alcoholic and. At best, your father and you're waiting in the booze. You've nothing else to do. That's what I reckon happened with Van Gerwen because he was young yeah. when he came in. He made his debut at 16, which I never understood, even though he looked 40. Yeah. So maybe they were just lying. Maybe he wasn't 16 because he was bald yeah, and he he was ginger and was balding. And he has like he's I don't, he's just, he right now he's such an egg that I actually can't even talk about his appearance any longer. But to say Phil Taylor's an athlete, it's, it's embarrassing. Do you think so? Yeah. What, what do you mean? And like for just he throws play. silver sticks at a board. Who plays it? Who else plays it? Like when we were in America, nobody is aware that darts is a sport. They have dart boards in the boozer, but they are not aware that that's taken seriously. That like there's ring girls who walk them. They have a theme tune. The ring girls are that they high five for. Like, are they shagging? By the way, who are people actually shagging darts? No one. They're the <laughs> one like. Pe- successful people because Gary Anderson didn't get 1.5 million pounds for winning the Worlds there a few years ago they are the one kind of area society exempt from groupies and shit yeah, like successful right. darts player doesn't get mots back to the hotel <laughs> and if they do it's reminiscent of David Brent in, in, in Life in the Road film when they come back and they eat the Toblerones in the minibar there's not a chance they're getting their leg up but Phil Taylor is a very very delusional character I'm glad you brought him up his level of arrogance for what yeah. he is no no he, he, he genuinely thinks like he, he, like he thinks is he he thinks he should be knighted, I think. Yeah, probably. I he, think he thinks he warrants a knighthood. He did leave his wife for a young one. Well, yeah, I think he, that's his. Because yeah, he, he couldn't even believe that, that a young one was talking to him. Yeah. Pathetic sport that completely relies uh, on betting. And it, it's completely, completely saturated in match fixing. Do you know how easy it is to fix a darts game over under 180s? Yeah. Like it's there's not a chance that the game's clean. Uh, it's just it's you kind of you kind of probably. I, I, you kind of probably actually nearly like darts because some of the things that you're into, including supporting the Irish football team, are absolutely embarrassing. As a guy who has attended, what was it the Carling tournament? Yeah, the Carling Cup. I actually can't remember what it was called exactly. Well, they they played Scotland Wales and a few things. There was this pathetic yeah. tournament that was put on. In Lansdowne Row, in around the summer of twenty eleven, Connor attended three, three games in, in two weeks. Um, as such an avid Irish football fan, what do you make of the current situation? Uh, yeah, done with the players, I suppose. You'd have to say, I think uh, the ground roots of the football. The what? The ground roots. I think he's trying to say grassroots. Grassroots. I think he's trying to say grassroots. There, everybody. <laughs> yeah. The grassroots, uh, obviously, in Ireland uh, is appalling at the moment, and the, the football team is in a sorry state. Um, oh, what, like, but that's just like, come on. Um, I think Martin O'Neill should be sacked. Yeah. Um, the football is appalling. He might not have the players. The problem with Irish football is this. Yes, we don't have the players. But 
we also haven't gripped the nation. No. And I've always thought that every successful Irish team has to rely on some kind of cult character. Um, like, now McCarthy had the players. He had the Keens. He had the Duffs. He had the Givens. But, like, Big Jack Charlton was a character that just fit Irish society. Big Jack. He gripped the nation. Every single taxi driver wanted to talk about him. Every single guy in a chipper yeah. nearly put down his Italian flag and replaced it with a tricolour. Jackie's army, you know what I mean? And right now, I think the only answer, because we don't have the players, but what we knew, what I do fear and what I, what I really do dread is that we lose interest. Yeah. Because I don't care what anyone tells me about the rugby team, or realistically, we, we, we've, we've said what we thought about Gal before on, on the show, but football is our sport. Yeah. It is. It's, it's, we'd Stuttgart in 88, we'd Italian 90, we'd the World Cup in 02, and when we still qualify to the Euros to this day, and nearly qualified for those World Cups like you remember Henri's handball and stuff like that obviously Denmark has a hiding in the last playoffs but there's nothing really better it's it's when sport is at a peak in Irish society and in order to get the fans back which or, or, or to make sure they stay which in turn will lead to the eventual success of the team I would agree with you on Sakon O'Neill but he needs to be replaced with a cult character and that's why it has to be Sam Allardyce you think big Sam if Sam Allardyce got the Irish job the country would unite again there'd be fucking characters on Gif Grub there'd be tunes kids would be nodding their heads to them in the schoolyard singing songs with Sam's name and imagine him walking in to the press conference with like Today FM like there and just imagine Dunphy imagine like Dunphy interviewing him or people's opinions on him or just imagine even seeing him having a pint in toners he just fit in so well in Irish society Big Sam it's not Big Sam down there I'm Big Sam lose a fucking pint it would be fucking brilliant he'd be loved yeah and if Sam wouldn't take it because Sam has enough money you're looking at Ollie Ian Holloway Holloway, (laughs) another character who would unite the Irish nation towards supporting football so in order to fix things, forget your grassroots for a second. Because, yeah, they made mistakes. I don't know why we can hire New Zealand rugby coaches to, to, to coach the underage. Why we don't just get 10 Spaniards in yeah, it's to be under 12s up. Instead of having some guy, yeah, when and down, you stick the ball onto the motorway. You don't diddle that with it. No, that's completely wrong. When we grew up playing football, the one thing we were made sure you knew was, man on. That that is tell a teammate if there's a man near him, get goal side, and when and out put it out. And the worst thing you could do is ever take a risk if you're under pressure. Imagine imagine encouraging that. You think that's how they, they they play the game in Spain and these successful countries? It's appalling. You're applauded for sticking balls onto the M50. It's absolutely embarrassing. So I think yeah, I I think that we're miles away from that. But right now, short term solution: get Sam in, get Ali in, and see what happens. You never know. Yeah. We could overachieve with characters like that because the general atmosphere around the game would just be too strong. Um, you no longer attend Irish football matches, though. Is that no, correct? I haven't been in years. Oh, no, I went to the Euros. Uh, when Robbie Brady, great night for Irish. Doesn't football. count as a game. Um, doesn't count as a game I'm pretty sure Zaza was playing for Italy um, they were already they were already through were they through yeah they were yeah, and we yeah. finished in third that whole Euros actually doesn't really count as a tournament Portugal won it with three draws in the group stage and they came third yeah um, that was the last game I was at to the front pages um, Knickers to the law uh, TD Coppinger um, seems to be Seems to be holding a parachute uh, in her fingers in the doll iron today, but apparently, according to the article, it's her thong. Um, this type of behaviour 
Um, what you probably think you probably think it's a bit much, do you? Well, yeah, I don't think anyone needs to see her underwear. Yeah, I think you're wrong. I, I think everyone does need to see her underwear because it's about time that um, this level um, of performance was put in to the overall message of women's rights. T.D. Coppinger is fully aware that nobody wants to see that because it is revolting, <laughs> to be honest, watching her hold that thong up, especially surrounded by people in suits and wooden benches. But it's also revolting that um, the legal team demanded uh, that a 17-year-old's thong was displayed in a court of law. Um, I presume you know the story. Yeah, brief. I've heard it on the radio today. Cork woman um, alleges a 27-year-old man of rape. Yeah. Um, she's doubted, of course, and her legal team... Um, request the display of her garments that night to justify their doubt. They were holding her knickers up in court. Um, Crazy. But you you probably, like, I've heard you talk, you're kind of a disgusting man, I've heard you talk about things like tongs before. <laughs> I've, I've heard you kind of... Yeah. I've heard you laugh about the concept of tongs. So I, I, I feel like, Connor, you're only saying it's crazy because you don't want some of the backlash that you received from the last episode and your criticism of travellers. I think you'd think that women who wear thongs are wearing them for you. Well, they're wearing them in a sexual way, I think. What do you mean? A lot of women would wear thongs. Um, not in the, the idea of obviously getting right, but uh, the idea of, in a sexual manner, to maybe either attract males or with the idea of having sex in their mind. I would say, no, I don't... Um, uh, what? So you, you you think that if you were with a woman, you went on a date yeah, and you went for a dinner, knowing you, the bill would probably split right down the fucking middle. <laughs> um, unless she was getting wine and you were getting beer, in which case she would be paying slightly more. Um, but if, if you went back to her place, you yeah. both had a few drinks yeah. and you took her in and she was wearing a pair of Hello Kitty knickers. Yeah. Um... <laughs> Would you be less likely to attempt to put your hands into those knickers? Absolutely. Then if she's then a thong. Absolutely, yeah. Obviously, we, we would be. Like, a thong is... A so thing. you're saying the thongs are suggestive of sex and are simply consensual more, intercourse? Yeah, I think they're more progressive or forward. That, again, makes no sense more. <laughs> they're more... Uh, they're more... They're, yeah, obviously more sexual. A woman that's wearing a thong ahead of a pair of Hello Kitty knickers. Mm -hmm. You're struggling for words tonight, but what I'm saying to you is, do you... So you're saying they're suggestive. You're saying that she is aware that... Listen, I'm... I'm she, you're, they're seductive. She's yeah. trying to seduce sex, but... Well, um, yeah, seduce it in a way of, yeah, I'm ready to have sex. I would okay. like that. So you can understand yeah, why a defendant who is saying that he did not rape a woman is requesting that his legal team get her knickers displayed publicly. Well, no, I don't really understand why her knickers are being... Because at the end... Like, okay, so, so this, is, this is why. He says he didn't do it. Yeah. He believes that by her wearing a thong, it proves that she was ready for sex and willing to have sex and wanted to attract him and was in the kind of horny mood. Okay? Like you do. That's what you're saying. You're saying the thongs do give yeah, off a vibe of sexuality that suggests a woman is looking or seeking or wanting or at least willing to take part in sex. But if I did see a woman on night... Yeah, I'm just, just answer yeah. question for question. Yeah. Everything I said that you agree with. So you think that too, like he did. So if your back was against the wall and you were getting accused of something, and let's say you, let's say you, you didn't do it, 
Yeah. Or else you did it, but you didn't know you did it. Like some lads aren't aware of what they're doing to these women. They think it's okay, always oh, it consensual, but like they don't realize that we're the stronger being. We've much more responsibility in a physical sense. We actually have the ability to walk into a room, pin them down, and give them no choice. They don't have that that ability. So that weighs in the back of your mind. That gives them a little bit of fear that might not even be verbalized. Yeah. About, about the whole sexual experience. Yeah. So if you're in that situation, what do you go? Here, just get her. Like, just get her to show you the nigger she's wearing. I'm telling you, like I didn't do it. <laughs> <laughs> no, I wouldn't. Why? If if you believe that thongs are a symbol of, uh, of sexuality, because surely that's not something you'd have to go back to. I think I'd have. But why? The man, the guy's been accused of rape. He's saying he didn't do it. So he's kind of running out of things. So he just goes, "Show knickers." You don't think that he? If 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 you agree with him that they're a symbol of sexuality, why can't he then go here? I'll prove with you that she was in a sexual mindset. Yeah, I. I you do the same with your ideology. It sounds like you're just saying you wouldn't do the same because you don't want the backlash. No, I wouldn't. Uh, if I saw a girl in a nightclub who was wearing a thong, I wouldn't be automatically drawn to her thinking she wanted to have sex. But in a situation where you were... Of course in, not. Yeah. But in a situation where you were in the room with a girl yeah. and she was wearing a thong, yeah, absolutely. Okay, is that's the exact same more. thing. It doesn't matter. Yeah, it doesn't matter. I think it's, it's the exact same thing. Sex more. But yeah. again, if you I saw her in a nightclub girl, she was wearing a thong and fucking locked in on her, that, that would just be like, you don't need, you shouldn't be, that's not even an arrest thing. That's a, <laughs> that's a mental institution thing. But what I'm saying is, um, yes, you do th- think the same. You think that there's a level of them. You think that what these women are trying to say is, by them wearing knickers, okay, yeah. they're not suggesting anything. And there's a variety of reasons. There's a variety of reasons for why they might be wearing thong. Knicker marks, comfortability. There's so uh, many other factors that we're not even... In certain circumstances, yes, depending on the shape of the buttocks. Yeah, I don't know. You think these things like go? Why do you? It's so arrogant that you think everything's geared towards. You think that they just live to attract men. It's no, so embarrassing that a woman can't go out and and have a night out and want to look nice because they do naturally care more about hygiene and shit than men do yeah, anyway. Of course, yeah. I mean, I've met so many smelly blokes over the years. I've yeah. met so like, but I, I I haven't met that many smelly women. And if I have, it's smelly in a different way. They take things like wiping their arse much more seriously. Yeah. If they if they actually knew the standards of anal hygiene amongst the opposite sex they'd be quite frankly appalled because they hear us do certain things but they don't know what goes on behind closed doors yeah obviously they would be more uh, some of the dirt going around like we've we've lived with groups of lads for summers and stuff like that so so, some things some of the things lads are willing to re-wear for a second day it's quite frankly mind-boggling and they're not willing to do that so they do care more about just kind of wellness and like they take care of their skin in a way that isn't purely based on how they look for your fat ass in a, did you say a smoking area if you saw a thong? <laughs> is, that, is that what you said? That's not what they're nece- that's what not that isn't what's necessarily on their mind the whole time. It's so arrogant to, to, to claim that the knickers are for you. You don't think it's to do with the knickers. It is part of the reason. Unless why you're invited. But if you unless you're invited for use or or or, or sharing of a moment with them, it's none of your fucking business no, of course it isn't what they're business. wearing. No. But it's not that guy. How should she have to prove her, it's no one's business what she was wearing no as knickers. that's what I'm trying to say I don't think it has anything to do with the rape case but I do think they are suggestive but you do but you think but I don't think it has anything to do with a woman being raped yeah so but think, you're skipping ahead here you're skipping ahead you think that a thong yeah. you think there's do you even think there's 1% of a woman's mind that when she wears a thong suggests a consensual want for sex yeah you do yeah okay you do believe that. Of you course. believe a tongue-wearing woman is displaying a more consensual want of sex than a non-tongue-wearing woman. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's what you're saying. That is what you're saying, though, isn't it? 
Yeah, pretty much. So let's put like, those points down. Either in a, let's they, point them down. No, write them down. Remember them. These people could be in like a relationship with their with their um, partner or whatever. I know this isn't the case. Were they? No, I know that isn't the case in this. But like women will might wear thongs to. Okay, I don't think these people were in a relationship. No, no, I, I don't know. So no, we're talking about the situation at hand, just in terms of... If you think that, if you had sex with a 17-year-old, she was wearing her thong, she was doing certain things, her clothing was in a way suggestive, and, and it showed off a bit of skin, and you had sex with her in a way that she might... Like, how can a 17-year-old even communicate to a 27-year-old? Have you met a 17-year-old recently? Yeah, that is a bit disgusting. Do you know how right? young they are? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. He's 27. Yeah. I think he should be locked up regardless. Yeah, he probably should be. Uh, uh, either, either way, I, don't th- I think if you are over 25, you shouldn't be having sex with somebody under 21. No, that's fair enough, yeah. It's, 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 too, it's a too big of a mental age gap. Because as you advance it, do you know what I mean? Like 40 and 30, do you know sometimes you meet a bloke and he's 28 and he's like his girlfriend's 21 and he's kind of like, grow with Tommy and my dad's 50 and my mom's 40. Yeah, it's a bit different. First of all, I know when they met, the age gap might have been the same, but yeah. life worked differently back then. Women didn't like have aspirations to go to college and, and work to the same, or weren't really allowed like they are now. So they just kind of all became the same age after 18. And would she still How many still blokes do you know whose alpha is like 12 years older than their mom? It's real fucking weird. Very weird. Uh, if she's 17 she would have still been in like school she wasn't even in college which is she could have skipped transition here but again man we're not doing our fucking CV here what I'm saying to you is as long as you drop the notion as long as you contain the notion that the tongue and, and those variety bras and all these various things um, are for you or for, you, for, for your peers your masculine peers well then these women have every single right to rub the name of our gender through the mock. Like mm-hmm. they have done in this nation for the past 18 months. And I'm ashamed because me, like so many other beautiful men I know, don't view women like this. But there is too many people who do. So it's, we are going to get categorized. Our lives are probably going to be affected by this whole thing. Jobs are going to be harder to get. Things we say will be taken out of context. And it's due to our fellow man. So yeah. as opposed to going... Don't jump on board going, like, the worst are male traders. The worst are the guy who just joined the girl side straight away and are pointing fingers in every male direction. Put an arm around it, brother. But that's what You're I'm not viewing women right. Put an arm around them. You don't have the right attitude towards women, mate. Talk to me. Don't be like, perverts, perverts. Because there's the homosexuals, great guys, um, congratulations on equality, deserved every single bit of it who join women and they're joining in now going, let's get them equality, they're fine. Then the straight lads who want ass off it, who are infiltrating, they need to be watched out for. Straight lads going in there, they're huge on every single women's right movement. Yeah, weird. They want, they have an ulterior motive. But the likes of us need to just turn around to other guys and go like, you know, like the way guys try to justify threesomes, not being sexual abuse, it was consensual. Yeah, How'd it start? Because if you were having sex with a lady and I do even a knock on the door and go, what's going on here? And you're kind of having sex and I kind of join in but she doesn't push me off because she is a much smaller homo sapien who doesn't have the physical power. I know if she stood up, we'd still let go of her and say, get off me. But she doesn't have that physical power that plays on her mind. It's not like if you were being pinned down by a girl who was slugging your face while her mate was riding you, they're both laughing at you. You kind of know I'm in control of the situation. They, you can't just say, they were grand because you're not them. You don't know what it's like to be weaker. If he enters that room, that's where the rape starts for me. Lazy yeah. to understand that. If your mate's having sex with a woman, do not enter the room. Yeah. You freak. Well, that's what I'm not sure of. Like, I'd love to hear some women's opinion on that. Uh, 
tongue wearing like how many because I don't know I'd love like to get a balance and, and they're definitely out there a lot of balanced women yeah. a lot of them meet a lot of us a lot of them treat us with a lot of aggression yeah. because we are males and because if you even flirt with the notion of having a different viewpoint you're in serious trouble but I'd love to get someone with a balance who can kind of laugh at it for example um, the knickers thing correct That's congratulations funny. it's brilliant but I'd love to have a woman who can also admit some of the imagery we're getting out of this is absolutely hilarious I mean I don't know if Annie was uh, was um, reading the newspapers today or or on the internet, but there was a movement of, of a lot of women sharing their knickers, and some of them had stains on them. Um, some of them were just hilarious brands and colours. Um, I kind of found the stains were more common with the with the larger woman. Yeah. I don't know if it's diet-related, um, and like leaking arse and shit like that, but yeah, it was it was interesting. Some of the imagery is hilarious, so thank you for that as well, because it's it's been gas. It's been utterly hilarious. So So hats off to you. For that one, um, Arden, New Zealand at the weekend. Yeah. What are you fancying? Uh, yeah, I think New Zealand would win, wouldn't you? Like the Ireland are going to beat them. They haven't really beaten them before. They won in Chicago. Do you not count it? You do you oh, count no. it? No, no, I don't. I think no. that the Bears had just won the World Series. Yes. Chicago was a party town. We went on the fucking Triple H. In SummerSlam with a fucking sledgehammer from behind, low blow. They were on the beard. They were on the beard. They weren't caring. We beat them in the states, and let we unless we beat them this weekend, we still have never beaten New Zealand. And no. um, Munster fans would like to tell you that they have beaten the All Blacks, absolute bollocks once again. Uh, apparently, at the time, the game was completely irrelevant. Uh, no one was aware that it was on, and the story was completely manipulated and changed in order to um, guide Munster into the professional brand that they came. Something they mastered much better than the other provinces originally when professionalism um, made its way into rugby. I do apologise for the burp, burping, but that chippy is still there. Um, Ireland, um, that ad is still on TV every year. The monster one, yeah. Yeah, no, no, yeah, no, apparently it was, apparently it's just something that's completely overblown. Uh, the Tinkerman is back in England. Claudio Ranieri today receives the Fulham job. Um, mixed emotions. Always glad to see the Tinkerman get, get work and get well paid. I think like any half-decent football fan, um, the sign of him doing anything uh, will, will, will accompany a right smile on my face. Um... I'm a bit annoyed because I do think it's a guarantee of disaster. I think either Fulham go down or they scrape up and he gets sacked early next season. I don't trust that owner, that Fulham owner. He also owns the Jacksonville Jaguars. I don't like the look for him. He looks like a Monopoly board level. He just has that stupid tash. I don't know what he's up to. He wanted to buy Wembley. I don't trust him for a second. I think this ends badly for Ranieri. I think he should have left English football as as he was. I mean, he just won the league with Leicester. Need I say more about going into that? Um absolutely not um, I know he'd already been at Chelsea he did a half decent job there um, if it wasn't for kind of the immediate availability of Jose Mourinho I don't even think he would have lost his job uh, he got top four people forget yeah. in his last season Jesper Gronke are getting that goal against Liverpool um, but yeah he's coming back to Fulham don't know if I love it don't know if I love it um, but as previously um as previously explained, the Leicester story in a way is over. So you question, would he have taken the job if the owner hadn't died? Because that kind of level of tragedy officially ends the whole ambiguity that surrounds Leicester. So maybe he was just doing his version of moving on. So it'll be interesting to see how he goes at Craven Cottage. Um, 
last week we did goalkeepers. This week I am moving on to left back. Um, competitive, competitive position. Um, some great players have played left back in the history of the Premier League. Um, so the nominees are as follows. Nominee number one, Dennis Irwin. <laughs> oh my goodness, what a player. Um, ninth most appearances in Manchester United history and he arrived at the tender age of 25. I'm completely joking. He was a fossil. He arrived at 25. That's crazy. Ninth yeah. most appearances ever. Over 500 league games. Or sorry, over 500 games in all competitions uh, for Manchester United. Two-time PFA team of the year. Um, both feet, but mainly right, which was unusual for a left-back. Unbelievable offset pieces. Yeah. 33 goals in all competitions for United. Um, as Alan Hansen said, if you were picking a team of the decade, left-back Irwin, right-back Irwin. Um, Fergie called him Mr. 9 out of 10, and that's exactly what he was. Um, quite simply sensational. Uh, and uh, in a way, his Ireland career was kind of up and down. Only 56 caps. We could have got more out of Dennis. But Why did he only have 56? Or what happened there? I don't know. It may, I, 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 I'm not too sure on it. Maybe a few pull-outs. Because, really? you know, Fergie was international duty. I mean, gigs. Yeah. Gigs is international records. Absolutely hilarious. And maybe just a few injuries. Mm. Um, but, no, Dennis was the real deal. Uh, for me, if I was doing top five Irish players ever, I got Roy Keane one. Liam Brady two, Paul McGrath three, and Dennis Irwin right in there at number four, ahead of John Giles. Um, no place for Robbie, no. What? No place for Robbie. What are you talking about? Uh, all time. I'm not listening to it. I'm not entertained. I don't think we have the minutes. Do we? No, just all time goal scorer uh, for Ireland in an era that we actually achieved quite a lot. What though? Qualified for how many major tournaments? Three. Mm. So, Robbie played. In the World Cup in 02, yeah, which we qualified for mainly for me because of Roy Keane. Yeah, his performances against Portugal and Holland stuff like that were absolutely exemplary. Mm-hmm. We also had Shea given with very solid players like Steve Finn and Jason Magadier. Keane was brilliant, but yeah. he was v- he was a very very small cog in the overall wheel. Okay, um, we then again didn't qualify for a tournament until Euro twenty twelve. How many major tournaments too? Yeah, um, and he was kind of yeah. half used in twenty sixteen. Was he? he was in the squad, was he, yeah. but he was only half used. I think he was in the squad. You yeah, were at it, so yeah. um, again, then didn't qualify till till Euro twenty twelve, uh, in which the was probably the most embarrassing showing uh, in the history of Irish sport. Uh, the biggest uh, I I met a lot of friends for each game. So Sean Saint Ledger's uh, goal in the first game was probably the biggest cheer, but probably the second biggest also. Possibly, I mean, the second biggest also, because the biggest cheer I saw was when we were 4-0 down to Spain. Glenn Whelan, uh, I think, tripping David Silva on the halfway line and taking his yellow. All around the room, clapping Glenn Whelan. What an embarrassing moment for Irish sport. Uh, pathetic. So, yeah. I don't really know if you're bang on about Robbie there. Yeah, he scored onions, but how many penalties against really, really minor nations? Like, yeah. his goal record for me is always, like... And there was also no one else there to score, which also, like... That could uh, be like, thing, you know, how, how many How many Irish England caps think Robbie Keane would have? 25. 25 why would he have why would he have 25 why would he have more then, caps than like people like Robbie Fowler and shit well like how many does Crouch have yeah but Crouch for what he was when they needed what he was when you players like Beckham and Joe Cole and you players like Rooney to kind of tuck in and you know, they were kind of missing an out and out nine 
Um, but like with, with Michael Owen's injury problems and stuff like that, Crouch fit. Crouch offered something different. Was Keane better than like Defoe? No. He was better than Vassell. Absolutely better than Darius Vassell. Of course he 15 was. Caps. You'd be doing yeah. I'd say mid teens. He'd be doing well. Yeah. It's an interesting one. Um. So that's Dennis Irwin. Um, nomination number two, Patrice Evra. <whistles> what a player! Quick, strong, and um, weirdly enough, only scored two goals for United in his first seven seasons, and then got four in the league in the twenty thirteen campaign. Three time PFA Team of the Year, um, five time European Cup finalist, which people have to remember the one with Monaco beforehand, the one with Juve after, and of course, 08, Correct. 09, and 2011. So consistent. Boris' last two United seasons, where he started kind of getting misled positionally, he was just so consistent and so brilliant. And a true red as well, Patrice. No, but what a player. So quick, got forward, defended, very good in the air. Oh, ho, 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 very good in the air. He he was strong, Patrice as well. So um, Patrice ever has to be nominated. Uh, his thing that Royal Cup was a bit mental. Well, it's just his role in the twenty ten oh, World yeah. Cup and the off of the gaffer. And the time he fought the groundsman, uh, of course, was insanity. As well was the the Marseille kick yeah, that, what, that kind yeah. of topped it all off. Um, but but a truly brilliant footballer. Nomination number three, Graham Lasso. Interesting nomination. Yeah. Graham Lasso's from Jersey. He's from Jersey. That that's that's how mental he was. Um, bomb forward, great crosser of the ball, an unbelievable product um, of the Chelsea Academy. Came through, fell out with the gaffer, and moved to Blackburn. Um, instead of being a step down, it actually turned out to be a step up. As Graham Massey was PFA Team of the Year in nineteen ninety five when Blackburn raised the league title with the aid of Jack Walker's millions. Um, 36 England caps, started all games of the 98 World Cup. Unfortunately, his career was blighted by rumours of homosexuality, which weren't true. He's not gay, no? Nope. Married with kids. Right. He said it's all based off a story that he went on summer holidays with a former teammate, and he said because he wasn't into lad culture, he was an educated man, yeah. he enjoyed reading a left-wing newspaper in the form of The Guardian, and apparently because he didn't go out with the lads and he liked to read and he kind of went on quiet holidays, his career was just littered with rumours of being gay uh, that nearly forced him to retire on several occasions. Uh, Robbie Fowler, of course, in that famous moment, repeatedly points at his arse, suggestively, to Graham Lasso. Um It was quite frankly appalling if it happened now. Like He's come out recently talking about how little protection he got. They were just claiming he was gay. Was it in the, with the media claiming he was gay? Or was it just Mainly a terrorist answer? thing, but there might have been the odd red top um, uh-huh. reporting something, but absolutely crazy. Imagine his career blighted by just those... He wasn't gay. Uh, but let's not take away from the fact that he was he was quite truly a brilliant player and uh, PFA Team of the Year again with Chelsea on his return in 1998. And as usual, I will leave um, the winner of the position to last. Step forward, Ashley Cole. Not only did he have the audacity to send pictures of his knob to another woman when he was married to Cheryl Cole, but he had the audacity to go forward like not many other left-backs have done in the history of the overall game, let alone the Premier League. Um, Learned a lot from a lot of good mentors, originally started with Nigel Winterburn and then Brazilian Silvinia, who he dislodged surprisingly from the Arsenal side under Arsene Wenger in the early noughties. 
two-time Premier League winner at Arsenal, but not a lot of people remember. 02 and 04, people go on about his Chelsea career more, even though he only won one league there. Two at Arsenal, four-time PFA Team of the Year, 103 England caps. And he won seven FA Cups. Seven. Some of the things you do seven times in life, like you, you could do something so unimportant seven times and still nearly get bored of it. That's that is insane. Do you know what I mean? You could like go, you could go, you could visit somewhere, or like you could. There's lads out there who who've shagged seven women, and I don't like using such derogatory language, especially with my previous thing. But that is the truth. If lads do rate themselves, especially under the age of twenty two, and like how many boards I shag, you still occasionally get that question now, which is quite humiliating for um, the interviewer of such conversation. Um, but yeah there's there's people who have done things seven times and they're bored of them no, Ashley right. Cole won the FA Cup seven times he had the FA Cup winning night seven times it's like the Wallace brothers in rugby all three siblings went on a Lions tour four combined tours they were represented in 91 yeah. they were represented in or sorry in, they represented in 93 represented in 97 represented in 01 and 09 so, like, did their parents and shit get bored of the gear? At what point does something that's such an achievement just become nothing? Probably true, yeah. And Ashley Cole would be able to answer that about the FA Cup because it's not like... He, and it's also... It's not like he did something seven times and he's 70, so he's had all the time to dwell on it. Like, most of his adult life, nearly, um, he has won the FA Cup that May. It's quite frankly ridiculous. And it's a record that will never be broken. Um, an unbelievable defender as well and just never got dominated by any opponent opponent on a consistent basis um, Patrice Ever was close there for a few yeah. years when they were both contemporaries but Ashley Cole well and truly won the battle the greatest Premier League left back of all time the greatest left back in the history of English football and probably top three or four ever to play the game a true legend who is now in LA Galaxy making 3,000 quid a week because he just doesn't give a fuck. He's made his money. He gets to sit in LA as a visa. He's enjoying himself. What a life. And is. what a player. Uh, well and truly deserved. Silly. Unfortunately, we live in an era of social media where pictures, like a lot of people will now remember Ashley Cole for him looking like a bit of an outsider in a picture with Roma. Oh, Fucking yeah. embarrassing. Memes and all that shit. Shut up. A true legend. Ashley Cole, you're sitting next to Edwin van der Sar. Get to know each other. It's the all-time Premier League 11. See you again next week. Michael Anthony Show.